Hello, worldly friends. This is Dr. Emmeline. Thank you so much for joining the Natural Beauty Doctor podcast. Today, I'm super excited because I have my lovely sister, Dr. Amy Duong, in the house. I'm actually at her house right now. Super exciting news. She is a new mom, so we are doing this on pure adrenaline and just having fun. Mm -hmm. Right, Ace? Yeah. How are you feeling? I'm good, something different, so I'm excited. Yay, Yay, thank you for coming on, Amy. (laughs) Today, I thought it'd be awesome to talk about healthy boundaries and not taking on other people's emotions. What would you think, what do you think about what healthy boundaries means to you, and did you ever deal with having to set those boundaries or learning how to create healthy boundaries for yourself? Yeah, I think it's definitely a work in progress. Having my own business and dealing with a lot of people's different emotions, needs, wants every day really requires you to take a look inside of what you are comfortable with or, you know, like what I was comfortable with. So um, having that, like, self-reflection, not... Like, oh, it's a new year, I'm going to do something, boundaries for one time in a year. It's like constant self-reflection. How am I feeling? How's my energy? Do I feel like it's being pulled in many different directions? Um, Is something taking away that energy? Am I upset about something? Like, all these things can take away from you feeling your most, you know, fully realized and happy. Do you remember a time when you felt like you didn't set the boundaries well and one that comes up quickly for you that comes to mind? Uh, No, I just know that there's a lot of times when, you know, maybe I felt like somebody or a patient took advantage or, you know, I didn't really voice what I really wanted or set those boundaries and I think you like think those over and and it's all you know a learning process so um it's not bad it's just you know it's not a good feeling so you have to change that so what do you do you know when that happens is there something you do to kind of let it go so you don't hold on to those feelings when someone does take advantage or yeah I mean I think you just have to like trust that the universe will work itself out so like even if you feel like you've been taken advantage of it might just be you know a different perspective that you think like oh well this is a learning lesson for me and this is a teaching moment for me so like that's a good thing moving forward and you know if someone's sucking up my energy or I didn't feel like I stood up for myself then that's just something that I will work on and um that experience is just going to help me whereas like not beating myself up like I need to re-engage with this person or something like that yeah do you feel like people have different relationships with boundaries you know how some people are really good with Uh putting up boundaries and other people are constantly just saying yes all the time Mm. do you think that there Mm -hmm. was a certain age in your life where you felt like you developed 
better boundaries. boundaries? I think so, yeah. I mean, you know, a lot of what we do is what we mirror from our childhood and our parents and who taught us how to interact with people and, you know, not sacrifices, but what compromises that we would make to ourselves. And I think as you get older, maybe like in your 30s or, you know, you just get kind of fed up and you're like, I'm not doing that anymore. So I would say like early 30s is when I really was like, I'm done. (laughs) Yeah, I think so too. You just realize that this is really not... Yeah serving you anymore and yeah and I think just like being in practice for a certain amount of years like you know your voice becomes stronger in terms of what it you're you're allowing in and allowing out like you can say more definitively and people like trust that that's what you feel because that's a stronger no than like "Uh, no we'll see like just like a more people can sense that you know your yeses are yeses and your noes are noes yeah I definitely get that I feel like sometimes I'll say well you know maybe you know I'll use terms like that maybe Mm -hmm. and trying to flower it more I think Mm -hmm. I do that more probably than you do Mm -hmm. just kind of like no and I think that um You know, maybe you find things that are non-negotiable in your life that you really like to do and you know, you know, really um, enhances your life experience. Like, I really need to go on walks or I need to be in nature. So, you know, making plans with other people or doing things that, you know, would take away from that time you know, is it easier? No. So like having more of like an idea of what you do like and what you don't like and just living life, going through those choices of what you do like and what you don't like, you know, for certain more so, you know, 30 minute walk is going to serve me a lot more than a maybe I'll hang out with you mm-hmm. kind of thing. And when you go on a walk, then you, you always feel more true with yourself and how you're going to express yourself to other people. So mm-hmm. after your walk and you you know you don't want to do something, you can just say no yeah. and be firm and still feel good about it. Yeah, and also it's like something that we talk about is we like to do things alone sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like we want to go have a coffee by ourselves or have breakfast by ourselves. So these are things that maybe other people would be like, oh, that's kind of lonesome or, you know. But you just kind of figure out that this I like doing this. Yeah. Right, everyone's personalities are different, and mm-hmm. it's respecting that and um, yeah. allowing everyone to kind of feel like they can mm-hmm. express themselves. Whatever fills their cup is different from mm-hmm. everyone else. Mm-hmm. I love Ram Dass, and I know that my sister enjoys listening to his speeches too, and mm-hmm. The one that I just listened to on his uh, podcast, Be Here Now, was a talk where he talks about boundaries, and he was saying Mm -hmm. that it's good to say no, but Mm -hmm. you're saying no with an open heart, Mm -hmm. and that no is really is empowering the other person because Mm -hmm. 
you're giving them the opportunity that they need to do what they need to do and but you're saying no in where you're expanding mm. how do you feel that's about that nice. that's a really good vision and perspective because sometimes like let's say I can just um, think about an example during my pregnancy um towards the end I felt like I was trying to you know make sure that my energy was being I don't know if the word is protected but I just wanted to see the patients that I knew were going to be you know positive and light-hearted and not too straining or weighing on me um towards the end of my pregnancy so when people would ask oh you know do you have availability I would say no but with that thought it's like no at this time I can't give you everything that I can and so that openness to for them to you know I can help you look for you know another colleague or another direction but this is not something that I can really fully give to you right now so Mm -hmm. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, and I also find that it's so easy because, at least for me, I want to help everybody Mm -hmm. to a certain extent and feel like, you know, I can be of service to people, Mm -hmm. but then if I can't, then I I will withdraw and retract and be a hermit crab. Mm -hmm. I'll always kind of um, deny places like oh I don't like to go to this space because it's so crowded there's too many people Mm -hmm. and when I was listening to the podcast with Ram Dass Mm -hmm. he was saying how your practice is actually going to the spaces where you're uncomfortable with Mm -hmm. and learning how to be patient and in that space so sometimes I do feel like I get a little conflicted with that because I can understand like okay so be more open to seeing those types of patients that Mm. are a little bit more difficult because Mm. I feel when I have patients who are like that I'm the same like nope you can take them I'm today's not a good day Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. when is it ever going to be a good day and like what is it within myself that's triggering me Mm and how to navigate that. Like, how do you feel about that, Ames, where mm. the true practice is in the spaces where you don't want to be Yeah, in? I definitely can un- relate to that because there are some times when I'm like, I just know this isn't going to work out. But then, you know, it can surprise you mm-hmm. when, you know, sometimes we just have these, you know, mental blocks or... Um, preconceived notions of a person because of like how we you know make judgments and stereotypes and stuff and so I think that idea of having the openness is really good yeah I mean I think it's a great lesson to stay open and yeah I mean I do think it's healthy to know also when that's where we talk about boundaries Mm -hmm. that I really don't feel like this is, you know, within my, mm-hmm. not my mental space, but like in my gut, like I don't think I can do it today, mm-hmm. but to stay open to the idea that this will be, it may surprise you, this patient may actually be great, yeah. and you know. Yeah, I mean, I think that not everyone is going to act like you want them to, but as long as there's like respect and like um a common idea that you know we're doing our best to get people better 
and that's what they desire too, then I think it's worthwhile. Sometimes I think patients already come in resisting what you're doing, and I think that's when you have to know that your boundaries are sure and, you know, I'm not sure it's going to work out. True. But if they're willing and even if they are, like, not your typical, you know, well-mannered person, they can still surprise you. So that's a good segue into our the second topic, you know, I wanted to talk about, which was not taking on other people's mm-hmm. energies and emotions. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a lot of people who feel like they're empathetic to that or empaths and mm-hmm. feel like, you know, it's interesting because whenever people say that they take on other people's emotions and are super sensitive to that, mm-hmm. sometimes I feel like I'm not receptive to it I don't know that person or what they're saying I don't know if it's within myself where I feel like something that's triggering within yourself and right you're like not they're... like I'm not empath- I'm not empathetic to it but I understand it it has to be something within my childhood or where I'm just like why are you being so sensitive you know but that's oh, something yeah. that I need to work on for myself it's interesting though because we did come like you know experience a space in our naturopathic schooling where there were a lot of self-proclaimed and empathetic people. Mm-hmm. And I remember some would be like, remember to put this shield, shield right, shield around you when you... And then so you kind of like take a step back and you're like, oh, maybe I should. Like, maybe I need to like spray and cleanse myself every time I see a patient. I don't know, maybe if it's not in your, the forefront of, you know, how you're feeling, but they were like, there are evil forces here, Mm -hmm. and here's, you know, make sure that you do your shield every day, and I'm like, oh god. Yeah, totally not discounting people who feel that way, but maybe I'm not on that level to really understand how deeply that person is being affected by it. True. So, but I guess that in a sense that they also were putting that on you mm-hmm. when they're saying that because I think they could express their personal um experience and be like, you know, I'm really feeling certain things. I'm not sure how to articulate it, but I do try to like put this white light of like pure energy around me to protect me. Not to say that you need to do that, mm-hmm. but it is something that I do. And so, you know, I just think that there's also another way that they could come at it too. And there are times when people who are super anxious and talking to me, I will start feeling that anxiety uh-huh. too, or uh-huh. they're just exhausted. So I'm like, oh man, I feel exhausted. Uh-huh. And what I find works for me is, and I learned this from a intuitive Mm -hmm. is that she told me to bless that emotion and Mm -hmm. thank it to bless the emotion or the energy and then give it back and Mm. just say thank you thank you so much that I was able to feel and receive this but Mm. this is not my energy and to name it and say this is not my anxiety Mm. and to give it back I find that that is something that I do on occasion when I am feeling that kind of transmission from someone Mm. and then 
Sure, I do, like, emotional clearings with mm. my hands. Like, I'll just wipe it off, mm. like, wiping off energies and mm-hmm. grounding. Mm-hmm. Any things that you do to try to not take on other people's emotions or um, kind of conceptualize, you know, like, why do people feel like they do and how it... Yeah, I guess what I would say is, you know, I was getting some energy work done um, at my office they would sometimes say, oh, I feel something, like, in this corner. You should really sage it. So I would go do that, but I don't know. Sometimes I feel like... We're at upper medium with the energies, you know, definitely for me, (laughs) where I feel like, of course, I believe in different energies, and life is all about energy, but then... It's yeah. hard not to go so deep because you're just like, oh, do I always have to protect myself or like, am I good? I know. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, I felt fine. And now I'm like, oh my gosh, here I go. It's, I think there's definitely a balance. And maybe like tapping into, you know, what we talked about before, the boundaries, like understanding that you can, you know, take on what that person said, like, hey, there's some energy here where you want to might want to clear it. Or you can just feel like, I feel good, and it's not mine, it's not something that I experienced, so just, like, giving it back to that person. And yeah. I do think we're talking about energies on a deeper level, but even just normal conversation yeah. is energy, so when people are angry, or they're doing something that bothers you, or hurts you, and people hold on to that energy, mm. we definitely know what that feels like, and holding on to something can manifest into something else in your body. So that's another form of how energies can really affect people when they're just suppressing it and then allowing it to manifest in the body. Mm -hmm. So we can kind of talk on how people can have practices or understand Mm -hmm. how to not take that on or a good way for them to clear that out so that they're not taking that on and then it's showing up Mm -hmm. two, five, ten years later. I would say right now I feel very strongly about how we can get really um, affected with the amount of like information and data that we take on. And I think that is where we can get really disconnected from what are my boundaries and what am I feeling? Because there's so many, like what you were talking about, like people trying to put impressions on you like Mm -hmm. selling you things so taking a break from those like avenues is a good idea to just so helpful yeah i mean not even misinformation it's it's just information constant yeah information in all aspects is overwhelming i know and oftentimes like I would just be like, okay, Emily, here's my phone. Like, just <laughs> let me know if there's any emergency, but I really just don't want to see this anymore, you know? Right. And, you know, I just had a baby, so there's a there's a lot of joy and congratulations, and everyone's great. And then at this point, I'm just like, okay, here, I'm done. Here you go. Here, Emily. I also think that we grew up in a really interesting time mm-hmm. where our childhood was wonderful. We didn't yeah. have all of the social media we Mm -hmm. actually only had each other Mm -hmm. played with each other and friends we had to invent we had to like imagine yeah we had to make our own business cards right (laughs) and then we segued into 
20s and now 30s into this space where it just felt like it was boom overnight and navigating this so we went from Uh nothing which was fantastic to now we have this Mm -hmm. and we're just we don't want it we want it we don't want it for Mm -hmm. the most part we do not we feel best without it when we're when we're with ourselves. So we have to find a healthy balance in mm-hmm. how it works for us because obviously I'm using the platform to right. be able to express reach out yourself. to people and express you know, like this is all really relatable content uh-huh. and we are in the I don't know what are we Z <laughs> we're not we're not the Zs we're millennials is it yes. X I don't know but anyways we're in that fifty fifty you know uh-huh. it can definitely be hard to navigate all of that noise Uh and not feel overwhelmed yeah not feel overwhelmed and not feel how does gen z do it Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah (laughs) also just like not feel resentful about like oh yeah so much time wasted so much so many times i wanted to smash my phone (laughs) (laughs) and i'm like oh no someone needs me (laughs) my sister just so you know i am currently in arizona uh, living in Arizona, I'm with my sister right now in Connecticut, so we're all, always on the phone together. Yeah. That has now changed with Amy having a baby. <laughs> we do need these tools, devices, you know? Like having that self-reflection about, okay, is this taking too much of my energy? Like, what do I need to, like, reset? How do I do that? Those are some good self-practices that you can, you know, develop over time. Like, do I need hiking do I go you know just take some time by myself right yeah. no doubt for us it would be hiking or yeah. going outside in nature yeah really puts us back into alignment mm-hmm. yeah. I would love for it to be meditation but I, I think I still need to move go yeah. out in nature breathe and ground the um the qigong is nice too because it's like a moving meditation so I was doing that quite a bit qigong is awesome yeah I think that we naturally are good at not taking other taking on people's emotions. Uh-huh. So naturally, I don't know, maybe because we grew up a little bit more, I always say a little bit, I just try to not to be definitive, but we grew up more independent. Yeah, we had to. <laughs> we had to. So it's easier for us to just be like, no. Or just like, okay, and you know, would not take offense when when it's somebody else's offense. They're like you know, reprimanding you and you're like, well, I didn't really do anything wrong. So, you know, having that internal, like, reflection of is that theirs or is that mine? That's really good um, advice to recognize. Yeah, and it's like whose is it? esteem too. It's like how grounded you are in your own, like, you know, I might have done that, but it wasn't my intention and I'm going to move on and not like make it just like totally get riled up about that i like that i think it's good to you know within yourself what your intentions were or what they are and it's like other people can look at the situation and blow it up but you can just be like that wasn't my intention perhaps it was a mistake but it you know and also knowing that this has come up a lot for me um these past weeks is knowing that everyone is going through their own stuff yeah. and have were raised in a completely different environment you know not be so quick to judge or outwardly and inwardly because sometimes I observe and I'm like why is that person like that but then you hear more about their story and you're mm-hmm. like okay I can understand mm-hmm. so coming from the space of 
loving awareness and openness that people Mm -hmm. are going through it and giving them that grace to you know not everyone's trying to attack you yeah and also you know if we did grow up more independent we also need to just be like if people are you know affected or more dependent on others it's like not it's just their experience not be like why do you why do you do that just like shake it off like mm-hmm. what's the problem yeah what's the problem it's like not a big deal, <laughs> not you know? a big deal. Like, that's <laughs> don't take it personally <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's their problem not your it's problem not. just like it's fine <laughs> is it fine <laughs> well thank you so much uh for listening and <laughs> joining this episode today <laughs> this was a lot of fun for me thank you dr amy for coming on oh i gosh, no. really appreciate it I, w- I thought i was gonna have to do this by myself <laughs> But what a joy to have my sister on here. She was like, I'm going to go do my podcast. I was like, what podcast are you listening to? I told you guys last Wednesday that a podcast would be up because, you know, I'm scheduled. I committed. I'm doing it every Wednesday. On Wednesday. It doesn't matter when because I still got time on the West Coast. That's good, though. When when people follow you, they really do like to have that. Yeah, last regularity. Last time was on paralyzing perfectionism. I literally was on oh, mm-hmm. in the shower being like, man, I'm so exhausted. And this is going to sound like a terrible stream of consciousness with myself. I, mean, I feel like stream of consciousness are really good at, at, if it's like, you know, worth it. Worth in the, your most exhausted state. Com- yeah, if it's, like, really good content. And you're in tune with yourself. I don't think I'm in tune with myself. Well, thank you so much for listening. So excited to come back on next week. I'll have Amy Duong come back because I'm still here. <laughs> and we can talk about the year of the tiger. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so see you next time. Have a great night, everyone. Okay. You ready? Hmm? Okay. Hello, world. Oh, I get It's all good. Hello, worldly friends. Thank you for joining the national. <laughs> worldly. Okay. A lot of my people that listen to me, 15% is Germany. Wow, this is so fun.